I'm Richard Randall, and welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or sell real estate with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Now, Barb, you've talked about the mistakes sellers should avoid when they're selling their home, but what are some tips for our audience on how to sell your home for more money and in less time. Well, Richard, you know, it's an interesting market. We're still in a seller's market, but that doesn't mean home sellers can kind of step off the gas and just assume that when they throw their house on the market, everybody's going to want it because there's competition out there. There's more competition than there was a year ago. Okay. Um, But you still have a good environment, a good market in order to get your home sold in a, in a reasonable amount of time. We still have low inventory, but with the higher interest rates, it means that fewer buyers can afford those payments. So you absolutely have to be the best in your price range, the best available home. That's how you get top dollar. And some people want to push the price envelope and price it too high and think that the Buyers are going to make an offer if they like it and just negotiate, but they won't. They're not going to do it because they just came off a bidding more market. Their expectation is that your asking price is the basically the minimum of what you'll accept right now. So um, the way you get this right as a home seller is you want to make sure that you're very much involved in what we call the three P's of real estate pricing. Well, let me back that up. The three P's in real estate, preparation, pricing, and then promotion. So the seller's responsible for preparation. You can get support on pricing, but ultimately it's the seller's decision. Promotion is all the agent. So don't let an agent mess that up. Pricing is absolutely critical. It is a part of marketing. It's one of the most important things that you can do. Um, I always recommend to my clients to price what I call realistically versus optimistically. Um, And so you want to make sure you get that right. And you cannot always rely on historic sales. You certainly cannot rely on Zillow because they've already come in and lost a billion dollars messing up pricing. Um, So you want to make sure you pick an agent that actually has market experience to help you to decide what is that number to get the most amount of money. Let me give you an example. Just last month, I sold a home that was listed with another agent for months on end, even across the summer months when the yard's all pretty and it looks its best. um, It wasn't selling. And their only solution was to lower the price, but they also didn't know how to market. So the problem is they looked back on historic sales. They told them, oh yeah, we can get you this number for this home. It didn't work. Then a couple months later, they lowered the price, still didn't work. And finally the sellers gave up and hired me. When they left that agreement, that agent charged them money, even though it wasn't in their agreement for not selling their home. But what we did is deploy our marketing And the very first weekend, we had 54 people attend the open house, and we sold it for full price in just 10 days. How did we do that? It's all about pricing it right, preparing it right, and marketing it right. Um, And unless the home is priced below market, 
um, you want to make sure you take care of those cosmetic things. And we can absolutely help you do that. I just told the story about the home and monument that had the pink carpet. They also had pink um, sinks. You know, you know how we have pink toilets and pink tubs. <laughs> that was a big thing in the 80s. And they didn't do anything about the tub, but what they did do is they brought in a company kind of like, um, it's called Get a Grip that actually sprays a white coating on the sink so it looks more updated. Um, and here's the thing is most agents really only have the MLS, the multiple listing service for their promotion. That's all they have. They don't have a database of buyers. They don't have a database of cash buyers. Um and so what they do is they take a home, take some pictures, put it in the MLS and hope and pray some other agent has a buyer. We have buyers and we're going to market to our buyers right off the bat. You can even move when you want. So where do buyers come from? Um, generally, the first step, of course, is the online presentation of your home. When it gets blasted out all over the internet, as soon as they see it, the buyers are going to make a decision about whether or not they're going to come see your home. And 88% of those homes get eliminated by buyers, unless it's the best home in the price range. Some of them, some of the buyers will raise their hand eventually and reach out to a real estate agent and go, hey, can you show me that home? Some people are neighbors, some people are friends, some people are sometimes are builders. Um, but I would say a majority of the buyers start their search online and then they connect with an agent. And that's one of the disconnects that we see a lot in this market is that here's a home seller. They put their house on the market and you know they're all of a sudden they're going to get some showings. Okay, I'm excited. I'm getting everything ready. I'm cleaning everything off the counters. I'm making sure the beds are made and the house looks perfect. And the assumption is those buyers coming to see their home can A, qualify for the home and B, they want a home just like that right? But the problem is what most agents do is they connect with a buyer via some kind of online marketing. They don't know if these buyers can buy a couch on Craigslist, let alone your home. And they also don't have any idea what, what the buyer wants. So we get some really wonky feedback. Like they go and look at a two-story and they say, no, I wanted a ranch. It just doesn't make any sense. And that's because a lot of agents are poorly trained about how to prepare their buyers for success. Promotions are absolutely critical. It has to be just right so that your home is not rejected online. Uh, things like having clutter in the home, so easy to take care of. However, most people think people are just going to accept the home as it is. I had so much fun Watching this guy in, in uh, Tallahassee he had a blog about bad pictures online. I wish I could use this picture because it was really funny, but it was it had a picture of a, an empty kitchen. The refrigerator was moved and he, he captioned the photo as where's Waldo? Let me give you a clue. And he had a little, a little graphic of a lizard. So the picture of this kitchen had a little wall, like a half wall in the front part of the picture. And I looked at the wall and there's a lizard right on top of that wall. Oh <laughs> now, my Richard, gosh. Would you go look at a house that had a lizard inside? <laughs> I, no, no, no. It's so no. easy to fix these things, but agents mess this up all the time. It's unbelievable. So marketing's absolutely critical. Um, pricing's good, is important. Marketing, especially cosmetic stuff to make sure that the home is moving ready, especially flooring, because it's so hard 
to buy a home and then replace the flooring and then move in. Buyers just don't want to do that. The house does not have to be perfection, just so you know. Uh, I get the question a lot about, should I paint my house? Not necessarily. You don't have to paint the whole thing. If the paint is in good shape, uh, it might have a few dings in here and here and there. It's probably okay. It's the dramatic colors that are a problem or if it really looks visibly messed up. Um, and then uh, another thing that you want to be super careful about is making sure that you hire an agent that has experience because unfortunately, the agents these days, the, the marketing companies, the real estate companies out there are not very good at giving really effective training to their agents on the skills that home sellers would expect that agents would have. The skills I'm talking about, number one, marketing. Number two, handling objections. Let me give you an example. Just yesterday, I got feedback on one of my listings. So the seller has two cats. The cats are not allowed to be in the house. They stay in the garage, okay? There's no litter box in the house, there's a litter box in the garage. They're barn cats. They can get in and out, but they're, so what's the feedback? Oh, well, the house smelled like cat litter. I'm like, what? <laughs> She's talking about the garage, you know? And so I could just see this agent walking through this beautiful home, picking it apart and trying to pretend that she's an advocate for the buyer and almost influencing the buyer out of buying the home. I call that agents that are in what they what I call the sales prevention business. So they pretend to be fiduciaries, like I'm your advocate, I'm gonna get you the right house. And they'll go to this, this home where the seller thinks, okay, somebody loves my house, they want my home, and they criticize it. It makes absolutely zero sense to me. So um, agents are not trained on marketing. They're not trained on handling objections. They're not trained on negotiating. They're not trained on closing skills or giving five-star customer service in most cases. And I'll have to add another six, Richard. It's unfortunate. It's a little bit controversial, but I think a lot of agents have a hard time paying attention to what's going on. I'm talking about little attention to detail things that could derail a deal. Let me give an example. Two days ago, I got an offer on one of my listings and it looked like a decent offer. I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk to the seller about it. And we're going to discuss it and see what his strategy is. And But I thought, let me do some research. Let me see what the other showings are going on. Let me look at the feedback before I talk to him. And lo and behold, that agent had not even shown the home yet. She made an offer and she wanted an answer on the offer prior to them showing the home. So let me put this in perspective. She basically wanted the seller to take their home off the market. And if my buyer likes it, my buyer's going to move forward with the sale. How would you feel about that, Richard? Take it off the market on a maybe? <laughs> uh, no, not going to happen. I, at least and, if you're representing me, I know it's not going to happen. Right. Well, most agents wouldn't even check that out. They just go, oh my God, we got an offer. Oh my God, I can pay my bills this month. You know, let's, uh, let's go ahead and put it under contract. But unfortunately, the, the buyer went to see the house that afternoon after our due date for responding on the offer and said, oh, it's not big enough. The square footage didn't change. It's like, what are they thinking? It's not that difficult. 
but it's just that I think a lot of salespeople are very much wired to sell and they don't like the detail. Uh, when I go over contracts, that's one of the things I have to spend a lot of time with my agents, teaching them how to explain contracts because a lot of them don't pay attention, but the consumers do. They read every line. So you have to know what you're doing. Um, and so th those are the kind of things that we have to deal with all the time, Richard. We're trying to help our clients get the most money and not have any issues that come up to make the experience bad. That negotiation and that attention to detail, Barb Schlinker, is one of the main reasons I recommend you a trusted Navy veteran when thinking of buying or selling a home. I'm Richard Randall. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. She is your real estate voice, your home sold guaranteed realty. And you can always reach Barb at 719-301-3900 or visit Barb has the buyers because Barb does have the buyers. Speaking of which, Barb, tell us about some hot new listings that you have coming up, up and down the front range. I have an adorable remodeled home in Pueblo on Deanne Lane in under 200,000. Gorgeous um, home owned by the VA at 280,000 in Fountain. Another beautiful home close to Fort Carson on Wagonhammer in the low fives. A spectacular Victorian uh, price improved to 580 on East Platte, gorgeous home, and a couple of more Denver properties, one on Echo Drive and Castle Rock in the low sixes, brand new duplex in the mid sixes, and I've got my beautiful home on 40 acres on Warriors Path, priced at uh, just over a million dollars, and guess what? We have more coming soon, so I can't wait for next week to tell you about my hot new listings. Richard? You've been listening to The Real Estate Voice. And if you're thinking of making that move, call Barb at 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. You can see replays of the show on Barb's YouTube channel, Barb Schlinker, or listen to the podcast on all of the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, many, many others. Thank you for listening this weekend. Reach out to give Barb a call, 719-301-3900. Remember, she is your real estate voice. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Thank you. You too.